Welcome, welcome everybody. I'm excited. It's a brand new month here. It's a brand new day. And we have an awesome educator here today. And not just an educator, but a musician. His name is Tyler Wortman. But before that, welcome, welcome, welcome to Clearwater Jazz Holiday Foundation's Young Lions Jazz Master Virtual Sessions. I'm your host, Michael Canodo, and our topic is today, a trombone approach to when the saints go marching in. This is what you've been waiting for, folks. And guess what? We have the best person <clears throat> to do it with us. I mean, I know you've seen them in New Orleans. You've seen them in Tampa Bay. I mean, and you've heard him play all of these songs, especially when the Saints go marching in. So before we start, I want to remind you, first of all, thank you for joining us live, all you guys. We love interaction. We would love to hear your questions and comments. So there's this little feature in there called chat. Just go in there, type out your question. We're going to leave some time for our expert educator to answer it to the best of their ability. Um, also, it would not be possible for us to do what we do without our wonderful sponsors. So please be sure to check out the studio archives of our past video sessions at clearwaterjazz.com's education and outreach section. And that's brought to you by Blue Water Wealth Management at Stewart Partners and Duke Energy, as well as our Young Lions podcast available wherever you stream. And that's brought to you by our friends at Marine Max Clearwater. So just search Young Lions Jazz Master to virtual sessions wherever you stream. I want to jump right into this. Um, you've seen Tyler give us these great presentations on basic trombone fundamentals, even the What I Love About series. He's talked about the actual business of music, chord progression. So you got to go back because it's a, it's a treat to get that. But if you don't know who he is, He's a jazz trombonist, um, and he's worked with us here at Clearwater Jazz Holiday Outreach Programs. He's in the schools. He's in the trenches. He is out here educating the younger generation about this beautiful music called jazz. So he's also an instructor of music at the University of Tampa. And he's presently teaching intro to jazz and so much more. And he has his Bachelor's of Arts in Music from FSU, or the Florida State University. I think that's what they say. And a Master's of Music and Jazz Studies from the University of South Florida. So without any further delay on my part, I present to you the great Tyler Workman. Stage is all yours. Mr. K, thank you so, so much. Again, we cannot do this without you. Uh, when you mentioned those professional educators, you, sir, are, are just as much a uh, part of that as we are. Uh, so again, uh, in case you guys don't know, he is one heck of a trumpet player. So if you guys have any questions as well, uh, he can uh, answer those. Okay, so today, like uh, Mr. Kernodal was saying, is all about... When the Saints Go Marching In, not just about When the Saints, but the trombone approach. Uh, and with this tune in particular, it dates, you know, historically back before jazz, okay? It started in the churches, right? When the Saints Go Marching In. Uh, it's a, a joyous tune, 
because, you know, at the end of our lives, when the saints go marching in uh, to those pearly gates, we want to be right there, right? Marching in with them. Uh, and so that's this whole music, you know, is, is very joyous, especially uh, in jazz. So we need to sort of implement these things a few different ways here. Okay. So again, before jazz. So what does that mean when pertaining to how to play? So we can't implement or play or use, or we shouldn't use, should I say, any modern, you know, ideas or ideas from the bebop era, uh, for instance, maybe some, you know, chord progression type things here and there might um, be useful, but it's important when to play this music to historically play in that era. Okay. So if we're playing, you know, this generation of tune uh, that was around or in the early, early, early stages of, of this music, does it necessarily make sense to play, you know, you know, all this hard bop or, or bebop or, modal, you know, avant-garde, atonal stuff over the tune, you know, that's, that's your decision. Uh, and again, that's what makes uh, this music so expressive. What we choose to do is completely personal, but that is something to keep in mind is what era, you know, is the music that I'm reading and playing and performing uh, and understanding that era is really important to your playing, or it can be. Uh, maybe you're thinking about these things already. Maybe you're not thinking about these things. Okay. And so if you're not, this is something to approach, listen to, and think about. Because if you only know, well, maybe five trombonists that were around in, you know, the swing period, uh, two trombonists, maybe in the hard bop period and, you know, seven trombonists in the, in the bebop period, but you're anything prior to 1940s, you can't give me a name. Well, then maybe when you try to play and approach some of this earlier music, it's, it's going to be tough because you're going to sound like those, you know, 10, 15, 20 guys that were around, you know, past this era. Okay. So listen, always listen uh, to different eras. Okay. It's not always about modern and new music. Uh, we need to be well-rounded as musicians. And just like well-rounded musicians, we need to be well-rounded people. That's how we get to uh, our heavenly reward at the end. So again, saints <clears throat> with the trombone, it's really fun because we get to use and utilize the entire slide. Uh, this early music was often played uh, on the backs of uh, tailgates and trucks uh, coming into town, maybe uh, spreading a message, you know, um, maybe they were sponsored, maybe they were hired uh, to do this as well. And the trombone player would often sit in the back because that's the only place that uh, this instrument could really fit. Uh, and it, it is very, very long, guys. Um, and so when they're playing back here, they can do uh, these growls, these glisses, these uh, from their furthest slide position all the way in. 
And you might hear this in the early styles. Um, again, this is sort of referencing tailgate trombone, which is a big, big part of uh, the New Orleans tradition of uh, just trombone playing. It's one style of playing, just like swing, just like hard bop, just like bebop, right? Um, and historically, it is important to understand your instrument's purpose for the tune that you're you're playing, right? So for the Saints Go March again. as a trombone player are we really going to play that melody not too often right that is uh, with a melody historically in this new orleans uh, tradition is generally played by the trumpet by the cornet uh, because it's a little brighter it's louder it's uh, higher pitched and so that ear can reference that quicker then maybe something middle or in the lower spectrum uh, harmonically. So when we're playing this tune, uh, it's important to always reference that melody and listen to how your cornet uh, or trumpet player is approaching that, right? Is he more articulate? Uh, is he maybe playing more blues over, over the top? All these things are things to reference in your playing as well but never sacrifice two things, time. First and foremost, never sacrifice the time. Uh, I don't care if you're playing necessarily wrong notes, but if you're playing in time, we can live with that and we can work with that, okay? Uh, and again, form, okay? So <clears throat> when do we move to the four chord, right? When are we going to our five chord? Uh, those things are really, really, really uh, important time and form. And that generally should be, you know, what we're focusing on when we're playing anyway, in that order. Again, uh, you know, I'll hear guys uh, often play with misjudged time. I don't want to say poor time because they might be in another state of mind when they're thinking of a certain idea or lick that might fall nicely over these sets of changes but they'll sacrifice some time. They might come in a little late, not on purpose. Uh, and by doing that, again, I would rather hear, uh, you know, accurate time, imposed time with maybe a couple wrong notes uh, than the other way around. So when we're playing, always focus on uh, that form in the uh, tempo. Okay. So instead of we're kind of going to be playing in between the tuba line, which is one and five generally. Okay. And between more of a counter melody uh, slash tailgate trombone style uh, for this melody. So one, two, one. Uh, 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 uh. 
to understand what may be there when you're performing and what may be not there. Maybe you don't have a bass holding that one, five, one, five, one. And maybe you need to impose some more of that bass or the root harmony on top of it. Uh, maybe you have a bass player or a sousaphonist there who's incorporating those, uh, you know, those roots, uh, those fifths. And so then you can branch off of maybe what your melody player uh, is doing. And again, generally it's the cornet trumpet. Sometimes it's the uh, clarinet, right? And those two instruments, the clarinet, cornet, clarinet, trumpet, they, they interact uh, very melodically, okay? So if one's playing the melody, the other is playing an, a counter melody line, okay, that is flourishing around the melody. So you need to pick your spots, right? You can't have too many people up there flourishing uh, because it gets very busy. So you have to have someone locking in with the, you know, the, the roots, essentially are so we can hear that tonic hear the harmonic progression of the tune um, and you need that rhythm now if you notice i'm not playing i mean that's nice right but what i'm playing it has some rhythm something of the sort but you have to have syncopation why because syncopation gives the music some bounce it gives the music some life right and again at the end of our journey uh we want that reward right we want to be in that uh in those spirits so bring some of that energy into your articulations, into your syncopations. It's going to help. Uh, if you're having trouble doing that, uh, well, then you need to get out there and, and listen to some more music. You need to get out there and experience some things. Uh, maybe you just need to get out there and take a dancing lesson, right? And maybe gain some other benefits of, bo of bodily tempo, because as your body uh, feels this music, you're going to internally feel some different things as well. Okay. So I'm not telling everyone to take dancing classes. Okay. But it is something to think about, right? If you're trying to gain something else rhythmically and what you're doing here maybe isn't working or maybe here isn't working, find some other paths. Don't just, you know, keep on nailing down the same road, uh, you know, achieving these same results and expecting different results. That is not going to help. Okay. Uh, and so saints, it's, it's a fun tune, right? Uh, in new Orleans, it's a tune, you know, most children don't remember learning. They just hear it. They, they pick up their instruments. They, they learn it. It's a part of that culture. Okay. Um, Yes, there's, there's improvisation, you know, uh, often done over this tune. We'll have to talk about that uh, for another time. But generally, when playing trombone over saints, it's important, right, to keep in mind 
of that time. Always, always, always keep the time. Never lose your downbeats um, because that will lose uh, the, well, not life to the music, but it, it drastically changes things. We cannot have that. Okay. And besides time, you said it, the second thing uh, was that form. Okay. Keeping track of where we are harmonically uh, in the piece, because then having that strong knowledge, strong associations with certain chord types, we can then be confident, right? Uh, and this tune doesn't move around too much generally. So maybe we'll have another class on how to um, improvise over the saints, but you know, when playing trombone, you need to be able to play a bass line, right? Play that, that bass, that, uh, stringed upright, that sousaphone, uh, bass line. You need to be able to play that tailgate style, right. To get around these changes, um, somewhat improvising, but somewhat utilizing that slide, uh, glissando with, you know, flutter tongue, growling, things of that nature, uh, bends, scoops, falls. Um, again, if you still are having trouble referencing what tailgate trombone is, please, please, please go, go and listen to the early, early recordings, right, of this music uh, to help with those things. And again, associating what the main melody and how the main melody is being played uh, to your own playing, okay? Is it uh, very flourished up top? Well, maybe I want to play something in the middle, um, maybe more glissando if he's playing more articulate, okay? Or is he playing a line where I can also play, you know, and maybe harmonize in thirds? Again, uh, these choices are going to be up to you on the bandstand. So now is the time to, to practice uh, all of these different uh, scenarios. Okay, so when the time comes, you are ready. Uh, now, Mr. Kernodal, do you have fun playing this tune uh, when the Saints go marching in? I absolutely you play do. Um, it's, it's one of the faves. Um, and it depends on your audience, too. I, I do like that you reference that, you know, the church reference, because this is a, it's a, I guess you could say a staple in the church. You know, that's where this song came from. But I notice anytime I'm in New Orleans, I'm destined to hear this and so many different types of ensembles. I like that you reference. Hey, trombone player may have to play this bass line <laughs> because you know what if you're out there with the trumpet, a sax, trombone, and a drummer. So playing your position on that, I mean, I love that. But yeah, this is always a crowd pleaser. And you did mention keeping the beat, keeping it up tempo. I mean, this is not a song that you want to play that is going to be a drag at all. Right. <laughs> it's also been a great closer for a concert or even an opener you know the audience they love it they get up and they move if we're not connecting with our audience i mean what are we doing right absolutely and it, there is that interaction oh when the saints and they respond oh when the saints and it's it's fun that's a part of the tune i think mm -hmm. yep that call and answer you're exactly right tyler 
So um, what a wonderful song and what a wonder, what wonderful insights you've given us, you know, as a trombone player, um, the different ways you can approach that. So um, I really enjoy uh, this session today. Um, so if you're here in the chat, you know, let's let's clap it up for <laughs> Professor Tyler Wordman. Or, you know, maybe you're going to watch this later on in our archives. Only thing we're asking is that you share, 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 because guess what? This is free. Somebody's actually investing in your music education. So whether it's a seasoned musician or maybe a beginner, you think that may enjoy what you saw today or what you heard today, just simply hit that share button and um, we'll take it from there. Now, if there's a topic we haven't discussed or maybe you just want to give us some feedback on this one today, we would love to hear back from you. You can email us at info at clearwaterjazz.com. So I think this is it for today. I think I'm ready to pull out my trombone and go practice and uh, get out there on the street and just entertain. So <laughs> thank you again. That's it. Make some money, man. Go ahead. Yeah, wrong that's with the it. way to go. So thank you so much, Tyler Workman. Professor, it's been another great session. I've been your host, Michael Kernodal. And until next time, everybody, like we always say around here, keep it swinging. Have an awesome day. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Clearwater Jazz Holidays, Young Lions Jazz Master Virtual Sessions. Thank you to our friends at Marine Max Clearwater for helping to present this podcast series. To learn more about the Clearwater Jazz Holiday Annual Festival tradition, other special events throughout the year, and our year-round education and outreach, please visit clearwaterjazz.com.